What's Better Today and welcome to the Leadership Advantage podcast by Dr. John Kenworthy. The Leadership Advantage isn't some magic pill or silver bullet to instant success as a leader, but I'm sharing the art and neuroscience of hacking expert leadership to unstuck your potential in life and work. Hey there, and welcome to this edition of the Leadership Advantage podcast. And we're continuing the Joy at Work series. And this month, looking at letting go to gain control. Now, if there's one thing that separates the calm and joyful person from the stressed and depressed, is a useful balance known in neuropsychology as the locus of control. Someone with an internal locus of control believes that he or she can influence events and their outcomes. While someone with an external locus of control blames outside forces for everything. In general terms, if you believe that everything is beyond or outside your control, then you are likely to be more anxious, highly stressed, and quick to blame others for all failings. And normally, a high internal locus of control means that you accept responsibility, that your abilities and effort determine your outcomes. An internal locus of control is going to bring you more benefits in the long term as you choose to be a cause for your life. But let's be clear. It's a belief that you can and do influence events and their outcomes. Not always control them. What we need is an appropriate balance of being in control... And sometimes we need to let go to gain control. You may feel stressed because you believe that everything depends entirely and exclusively on you and your efforts. Or you may be feeling stressed because you believe that nothing at all is within your control. What helps us to distinguish between being stressed out and effective is about control and quite literally how hands-on you are. If you ever learnt to play the game of golf, you'll know that at the beginning of learning to play that you grip the club tightly. After all, this is basically holding onto a stick that you will swing through the air and hit a ball allowing the club to follow through. If you don't hold on tight, the club might just go as far as the ball. I appreciate that you may never have played golf, so you can also liken this to the tight grips on the reins of a horse. Or controlling your dog on a very short leash. Holding on tight to your child's hand as you cross the road. New golfers have to learn how to let go, to relax their grip. If a tight grip is on a 
10 scale, we want about 4 out of 10. And interestingly, the same is true of leadership and the way we hold on to our people. Hold on too tight. Micromanage them. And people have little freedom to use their own skills and strengths. Hold on too tight to the golf club and the golfer is doing all the work. So my question to you is, who should be doing the work? The manager or the leader or the member of staff or someone else more capable or someone who has more time to spare. Back to golf. A golf club is weighted for a reason. If you allow the club to do the work, the swing and the striking of the ball becomes almost effortless. Relax your grip on your team and allow them to excel at what they do and the work becomes almost effortless. Once you know as a golfer that the club is designed to do the job of striking the ball and your job is simply to swing and allow physics to do its job, you can relax. Maintain just enough control to ensure alignment, direction and distance and the ball will fly according to the club used and the size of the swing. If you want a long distance you use a long club and a full swing. A short distance off the fairway onto the green requires a shorter distance club and a smaller swing. The power to achieve the distance lies in the tool being employed and the chosen swing. The rest is just physics. So what can we learn as a leader? Well, to hit your target at some point, you have to let go. Isn't it? The same as golf, you know, make sure that you are using the right tools. The person needs the right skill set and or mindset and the time to do the required job. The leader's job is to have a little control to ensure that the skills are employed in the right di direction for the right distance. That's about judging how far it is to the goal and translating that into the swing itself. In the case of people, the swing is influence and motivation. You let the staff do the rest. And just like that golf ball landing exactly where you both planned and wanted it to be for the next shot, you celebrate. Unlike golf, though, you praise your club and you thank them for their effort. After all, they did all the work. When we use this metaphor on our golf leadership programs, the feedback is instant. Hold tight onto the club and the golfer has to use a great deal of effort. And the ball often ends up being pulled, pushed, sliced or hooked, going a third of the required distance. Relax the grip, maintaining directional control, and the ball flies straight to the full distance of the club and the swing used. For non-golfers, try this with a horse. Hold on tight 
and that horse will slow down even when you whip it. If you've got a dog, put it on a really short leash and it will stay by your side while it is pulling your arm out of its socket. Your child dangles from your hand as you cross the road and of course your team members await your next specific instruction on what they should do next. When the going gets tough, leaders in control let go. Yet new golfers in particular find their grip tightening in more difficult situations. The very moment when they need to be most at ease, most truly controlling, fear envelops and pressure builds. The grip tightens and the ball goes astray. If you have to keep a tight grip on something, keep everyone tightly focused on the goal and direction. See, the same is true of business leaders under pressure. Listen to the media hype about the doom and gloom of the current economic situation and fear can easily creep into the mind. Many leaders respond by tightening their grip on their people and their business, believing that the more tightly they hold, the more control they have and the more likely they are going to survive and pull through. Albeit, they expend huge amounts of effort, feel incredibly stressed, and they're more likely to explode a blood vessel. Let's face the truth here. Even a beer moth the size of Apple, Microsoft or ExxonMobil cannot control the market. What makes you think that you can? My advice... Ignore the noise, the media doom and gloom. Look for the opportunities and focus on the goal and its direction. Your command intent. Choose the right club, the right people, the best people you can. And loosen your grip and let your club do the work. Let your staff do the work. Loosen your grip and you'll have more control. Believe and accept that you have responsibility for your own abilities and effort. You are in control of you, the choices you make, the skills you develop and use and the effort that you choose to put in. You are not directly in control of other people, but you can develop the abilities to influence them by learning what makes them tick and motivating them to do the things that matter. You're not in control of the world economy, the weather, natural disasters, but you can adjust your actions based on what appears to be happening and accept responsibility for the assumptions that you make. Loosen your grip and you'll have more control. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode and will share some highlights with the people you care about most. My team and I are working on a series of exciting new projects in this art and neuroscience of hacking expert leadership. 
to unstuff your true potential in life and work. To learn more, visit leadershipadvantage.com or just search for Dr. John Kenworthy and connect with me.